1: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter
2: feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
3: Hey, welcome to the Swirl Suite, everybody. Hey, we got the whole gang today.
2: Glennis. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Swirl Suite. This is Glennis. I'm a Vino Noir. All Things Wine, I guess, today. <laughs> so just just speaking, today? Just tomorrow's
4: going to be something else? <laughs> yeah, no, you never
2: know. You never know. Things change. I uh, Tomorrow you going to be thinking. an interior designer? Okay. <laughs> yeah, fine. something like that. No, um, <laughs> hello, everybody. And we're going to have some fun today. Yay.
3: Who's next? Tanisha?
4: Well, goodness, we're going to have some fun today. Tanisha. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm Glennis, Vino Noir. No, I can't. Do that. Tanisha. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, yeah. Tanisha, Grummy's glass. There you go. Leslie.
0: <laughs> this is Leslie, Vino 301 Wine Concierge. Hey. Uh
3: up? did I say my name? I'm Sarita. Um, buy me up. That's about it. Yep. hmm
0: Oh. Okay, folks, so can you nice. tell us about your weekend, Sarita? Yeah. Yes, please. So, um, Burn yeah,
3: Hill. so I went to, yes, I went to Burn Hill for the Summer Solstice uh, Natural Wine Festival, and um, it was extremely organized. I love the way they did things. I loved how they had buses coming from different parts of D.C. and Baltimore. So you didn't have to drive. That was a nice option. So I rode from um, Do Wine Bar. Yeah, and once I arrived, the property is very beautiful. It's on a, a pretty steep hill. Um, you can either you could either walk up the hill, or you could jump on the truck and have the hay ride. Take the hay ride up the hill. So that's what I did. Um, once I arrived to the top, it was a very large tent with all of the winemakers with tables. You know, pouring their wine. First of all, there was a beautiful day. It was a perfect day for an event like this, and to just to be outside in the sun. Um, I walked around a little bit, took some pictures, took in the scenery a little bit, and I started to taste some some wines. Um, I was very impressed with most of the wines there, um, and it's it was a natural wine fest, so you're gonna get that you're gonna get that 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 feeling or that nose. Excuse me, that nose that almost seems like a flaw at the beginning of your tasting experience so um once you get past that you discover a lot of other um things about the the wine or the cider or whatever I was consuming um you discover a lot of great things about natural wine so uh, it was very cool so my strategy was to go through half of the tent and then get something to eat so I went through half of the tent, I tasted some really great wines. I ended the first half with um, wines from Georgia and oh man, they were just, they were so good, spot on. Um, And then I got like a rice bowl with fried chicken and pickled onions and oh gosh, it was so good. And um, I found a spot to chill and I was chilling with uh, Julia Coney and Allison who was bon vivant. And uh, yeah, we were just just hanging out in the sun, eating, drinking, and um, Julia was super prepared. She had her chair and blanket, and she brought ice, so everybody's wine could chill on ice. It was just a great, great time. So once I I chilled out a little bit, I went to taste more wines, and then I tasted um, some Turkish wines that were fabulous. Um, it was just a really well done event. It was extremely organized. It was a great time. It wasn't too crowded. It was, it was perfect. And now I believe our guest has arrived.
1: How are all you guys doing? You look good.
0: Oh, thank well, thank you. You. How are you. How are you? Thank <laughs> you. You're welcome back anytime.
3: <laughs> hold up, hold up. So I must say, what would you like us to call you? Because you got a stage name. That means you're real big time. What no, so you
1: that, so, so to answer your question, I don't, I don't have a preference just as long as you write Chris on my checks. Um, <laughs> other than that, I respond to both. Um, I've been using the Seth Rundle for shoot, I'm um, 34. It's been like 12 years or something like that now. Um, but the only reason I created the stage name is because I've gone back and forth between entertainment and corporate, uh, since I graduated from undergrad and I created the stage name, um, just in case, like in the times that I've gone back to corporate, white people don't get curious about me and start, you know, Googling me and finding out about mm-hmm. that part of my life and mm-hmm. in those aspects of my life. Cause white people can be very nosy about the only black face.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, Oh, yeah.
1: So, um, (laughs) but yeah, I've only had one instance of somebody finding like my entertainment related endeavors and it was very strange and I don't know how he found it because my legal name is very fucking vanilla. Um, (laughs) and I am like the 1000th person that comes up when you search for Chris McMullen. So, yeah. So
2: that means they were searching.
1: Yes. Yes. They did a deep, they did a deep dive. I, I walked into... Um, the conference room at my job, or not the conference room, but the kitchen. Um at my job at the time, I used to work for this financial institution. Walking in and get my morning coffee, I was in there talking to somebody, and he goes, Hey, good morning, Seth Rundle, And I was like, What the what? Mm-hmm. Like, how did you huh? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's That's not cool,
5: it but yeah.
1: <laughs> it's worked as much as as much as I wanted it to. Mm. Oh, yeah. My God.
3: So we sort of just jumped in head first. So Seth, please introduce yourself and tell everybody what you do.
1: So my name is Seth Brundle, or Chris McMullen or (laughs) Fat Daddy or Rocky or (laughs) however you know me, whether it's from elementary, middle school, high school, college, uh, entertainment world, personal family. Um, I go by many names. Um, I am the host, co-host and co-creator of Aspire TV's Butter and Brown. Um, I am a, an executive producer. I'm a personality. I'm a writer. Um, I am a content creator and I'm a dad and a husband.
5: Yay. Yay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> those busy, are busy, busy. Yeah. Extremely yeah. busy. Yeah. Um, so with all those jobs, you're also a stylist.
1: Yes. Yes. So
3: which, which out of those professions came first?
1: um i think production came first so probably the the producing aspect of all my multi-hyphenates um i started off my career in entertainment in undergrad i interned for mattel the toy company mm-hmm. um, so i was an intern in their uh their entertainment department and transitioned after my second year into being an associate producer um so all of those Hot Wheels and Barbie movies that you guys have seen um at Target and Walmart and those different things, like I helped associate produce um mm. around that era. So Barbie and Fairytopia, uh Hot Wheels, what was it called? It was Acceleracers. Um, Hot Wheels Acceleracers, um, all of the commercials for their international spots and their international products um, I worked on. And then came after that came styling, and I've since taken a break from styling in the last, like, five years, but I still take on gigs every now and then, depending on how well I know the person, how much I believe in the project, and how much work is required, because, like I said, like, you know, I'm a dad now, so I don't have that same, like, young man energy in me like I used to (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, anymore, and especially to deal with entitled celebrities who don't know how to communicate or talk effectively and all that other stuff, I just kinda, you know, I take it, and, take it and leave it as it comes. So I do have a gig coming up in the beginning of July for a new beauty company, mm-hmm. um, where they've hired majority models um, and personalities of color. Oh, so nice. I'm very excited about them. They pay really well, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a perk. Yes. That matters. That's a perk, because Selassie is expensive, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that the styling thing came. I did that for about six years. And in the midst of doing the styling thing, um, Leslie had approached me with the idea to do Butter and Brown. And I was telling her, like, it's crazy that you say that because, like, I've wanted to do a cooking show. And I actually pitched one that ended up later becoming my other web series, Fundamental to Issa. But I was like, let's do this. If we're going to do a cooking show, let's find somebody to help us shoot it um let's shoot like a little pilot or a sizzle just so Issa can see what it looks like because I think one of the things that happened when I pitched uh fundamental to her was that she loved the idea but she couldn't see it and it kind of fell by the wayside and at the time when I pitched it because it was like a year or so prior to us starting Butter and Brown the web series so at the time like I didn't have too many resources in terms of people that knew how to shoot and edit and you know all that stuff and especially with food because food is like a completely different beast but our friend Theo, who also did her show, Let Leslie Tell It, ended up shooting it, editing it, uh, co-executive producing it with us, so it just all worked out. So I transitioned kind of out of styling almost all the way and into you know production, writing, content creation, that type of thing.
3: So for those who don't know what Butter and Brown is, tell them a little bit about it.
1: Man, let me talk my shit one time. <laughs> um, <laughs> so our our little uh our our default uh i guess elevator pitch for butter and brown is it's a stylish comical cooking series hosted by me and my good friend leslie antonoff um we also inject some sketch comedy in there we make food that's near and dear to our hearts we are not classically trained we're self-taught but we're damn good cooks and chefs um and we just like to Get on camera and basically have the ref- the show be a reflection of what our friendship is. Leslie and I's friendship. We met shortly after undergrad. I went to Morehouse. She went to Howard. Um, HU. HU. <laughs> the real HU, right? You know, because I I have friends at Hampton that would say otherwise, but
0: no, um, that's okay, and that's why they're not here. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah, so. Uh, we met shortly after undergrad, and, like, we we always connected on, you know, our HBCU roots. Um, you know, Leslie's a fashion blogger. You know, I'm a former slash current stylist myself, so we always connected on style. And then whenever we would hang out, like, we would, we would drink and eat. Um, so the show is really and truly just a reflection of our friendship and what we do in our own kitchens and homes in the first place. But, you know, and I say this with all humility, I think that our show is new, it's refreshing. Um, I think it's really honest, which is one of the reasons why we've been as successful as, have, as we've been from um, our tra- transition from the web to television, um, because it's just really honest. Like we're not making pretentious food, we're not making things that our audience is gonna have a hard time finding in terms of like the actual ingredients or the groceries themselves. Um, we make dishes that are approachable. And, you know, our techniques are really, um, really relatable in terms of like what the average person has in their home, uh, whether it's uh, a cheese grater or a cast iron skillet or, you know, like even just a a cheap food processor. We try to, we try to approach the show in that way.
2: Hmm. So
1: Butter and Brown is the hottest cooking show. (laughs) There is out uh, right now, past, present, and in the future. So that's what the show is. Right now.
3: Yeah. I love it. I love it. And I have to say, I have made a few of your recipes, but one of my favorites had to be your risotto that y'all made.
1: That, so it's funny because I actually have some risotto in the kitchen. We have some mushrooms and we're going out of town in two days. So I was like, I can make that tonight and then I can make the salmon tomorrow. But yeah, that's one of my favorites too. That was one of Leslie's recipes that she wrote. Wow. She's the pasta queen. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs>
3: Guys are going into season three. What's going to be different about season three compared to the first two?
1: So, with season three more so than the previous two, um, Aspire just gave us full creative control. Um, they didn't tell us no to anything that we pitched. Um, they loved all of our ideas. They really and truly let us be our authentic selves. Like one of the episodes, for instance, and I'm not really giving anything away, but one of the episodes, for instance, um, I came up to start shooting the episode with my gold grilling, And I joked with Melissa Ingram, who's the head of the network, like, oh, I'm going to wear my grill for the episode. She was like, go ahead, do it. I was like, are you serious? She was like, yeah, if that's what you want to do, if that's how you want to represent yourself. And, you know, this episode, because it kind of tied into the theme of the episode, she was all for it. So I think what audiences should expect from the third season is just us being our full, authentic Black-ass selves. Um, you can, of course, expect... Um, even better recipes than we've done before, but still approachable. Um, We got a lot of feedback in the past year from fans of the show in terms of what kind of recipes they want to see, what kind of techniques they want to learn so you can see that. And then the theme for this season is us just going back to our internet roots. Um, So there are a lot of nods to like the web series. Like we did one episode was a full web series remix where we remixed a couple of the, uh, the dishes that we did in that particular episode, we remixed the sketch that we did. Um, and then a lot of the recipes and food itself, it, food themselves, like just have to do with like internet food trends, whether it's like food trucks or, you know, pop up dinners and that type of thing. So that's what audiences can expect from us, season three. Just a lot of fun. Just a lot of fun. We had, we had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. Um, this season was probably the most exhausting. Me and Leslie were actually just talking about that this morning. It was the most exhausting uh, shoot for a full season that we've had thus far. But we had a lot of fun. We had a lot, a lot of fun.
0: How many episodes are in um, a season? How many do you shoot?
1: So we do nine each season. So, so far with between seasons, uh, season one and two, we've done 19 episodes because we did a pilot presentation. In 2016 we did our first full season, 2017 and then our second full season 2018. So we have 19 episodes in the bank so far and then you can expect nine more this season. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's
1: really
2: Do you ever have like special guests on your show or Anything like that, or is it just strictly you and Leslie?
1: No, so we, we do do special guests. When we had a few of them this season, we had Ludacris. Um, not giving anything away because these are things that we posted online, but we had Ludacris going with our whole internet thing. We had James Bland, who is slash was one of our network mates on Issa Rae's YouTube channel. He has um, the uh, the series Giants mm-hmm. that he just sold to, or not sold, but he's licensing to TV One, so his show just debuted on TV One this past year. So he was one of our guests. We had Chef Risha, who is a huge uh, food blogger and uh, social media personality. And then we had a bunch of local uh, chefs and mixologists from the local Atlanta area where we filmed uh, for our pop up episode. So we did have, I think we had maybe six special guests. And then there's one episode where we had all of our friends who live in Atlanta come and join us for an episode. So we had a lot of fun. The our director Ron had a a lot of trouble like rallying us and getting us back focused and together. <laughs> that cause, was you know, like homecoming. Yeah, and like, these were like because you guys know like I went to school in Atlanta, so like once you and and Leslie's friends who live in Atlanta are also her friends from Howard. So yep. once you mix like friends who've known each other for ten fifteen years along with some liquor,
2: uh-huh.
1: you know, it's good times. <laughs> it's
2: like it's a good Howard time. homecoming. Huh. I said it's like a Morehouse Howard home Exactly. Exactly. It
1: was just (laughs) like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Speaking
3: of liquor, what is your drink of choice?
1: So I prefer uh, bourbon whiskey or scotch neat. Mm -hmm. I am actually not the biggest fan of cocktails. And the ones we make are amongst the few that I like. I just, I love, I'm one of those purists when it comes to, to spirits and coffee. I don't need any sugar, uh cream, milk, uh, whips, <laughs> uh, sugar dusting. I don't need any of that stuff. I take my coffee black just like I like my wife. And I also like my whiskey and my bourbon. You know, but but you guys see, like we use a lot of we we use a lot of uh, infused like simple syrups. So like if I was to have a cocktail, I love citrus, I love um you know like really clean like veggies if you were to put those inside a cocktail so like cucumbers and right. you know like basil leaves and mint and different things like that right. but like when you come to when it comes to like putting a bunch of sugar or a bunch of additives and different things like that in cocktails i'm not the biggest fan but i've had i've created and had a lot of uh cocktails that i, I really do enjoy besides those neat cocktails nice
2: black coffee no sugar no cream
1: nope okay. no <laughs> nothing Got no you. nothing
2: Feeling you, bruh. Feeling yeah, you.
1: Yeah, and my wife is half Eritrean, so like, I like that Ethiopian, you know, Habesha, you know, <laughs> exactly. that motherland coffee.
0: Yeah. Mm. yeah. I have a question for you. Um, Is there a dish that you won't make on your show?
5: Mm.
1: See, that's a Leslie question. Um, for me, I would say no, just off the top of my head. Um, okay. Leslie has a lot of food restrictions and things that she doesn't like. Like Leslie, like famously doesn't like cheese. Ooh, melted wow. cheese. Um, yeah, it grosses her out. So we kind of try to stay away from those as much as possible. Cause we want, you know, like, again, like in the spirit of authenticity, we want, you know, our, us tasting on camera and us talking about mm-hmm. the flavors in our dishes to be authentic. And then those instances that we do use melted cheese are one of the other things that she doesn't like. She'll usually jokingly like not tasted, or you know, just have me do it, or you know, mention that she does. She's not the biggest fan of it, but for me, there are very few things as is reflective of my BMI and my weight that I don't like. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm I'm trying to, I'm I'm trying to think of like I'm pretty adventurous when it comes to food. So I would say like, I know I'm not the biggest fan of anything with like a black licorice taste like anise and those different things um although like when mixed into certain dishes or cocktails and different things like that I I do enjoy them and it kind of like um mutes the flavor a little bit but uh black licorice y'all can take my black card if you want but I'll get it back I'm not the biggest fan of watermelon (gasps) not the biggest fan of watermelon but it doesn't gross me out it doesn't gross me out. I just, I'm not a huge fan of it. Like I can eat it if it's in like, you know, like a fruit salad or like a regular salad, especially if you have, it's, it's about balance for me. So if I don't like something, you have to balance it out with something else. So I really like salads that have like watermelon cubes in it and like feta or like gorgonzola. Oh, I love that salad. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah with and, black olives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm, yep. mm-hmm. Yep. When you
1: balance it like that, like I can I can have it, but there's nothing really that like, grosses me out or anything that I won't even like, a, you know, attempt to make or eat or anything like that. So I would say no for me. Hmm. Interesting.
5: Okay.
3: Wow.
1: Yeah. So
5: with you
3: having a cooking show, do you watch any other cooking shows?
1: Oh, it's that's my life.
3: Yeah. That's my what, life. That's how I. That's how I
1: learned. Favorite? Huh.
3: What's one of your favorites?
1: Um, I really love Barefoot Contessa with Ina yeah. Garden. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, like when you have conversations with different black people about Ina Garten you either love her or hate her yeah and I'm one of those people that's on you know like the former side of it like I love Ina Garten I don't think she's pretentious I think just like with our show I think she uses a lot of very realistic very approachable ingredients like she might stuff say she might say stuff like you know use very good vanilla or different things like that but it's like you can find those in your local grocery store you know, or farmer's market or Asian market and different things like that. So I really love Barefoot Contessa. Um, G would kill me if I didn't say so. And, you know, I, I love teasing him, but like, you know, he was the first turning up the heat with G Garmin was one of, if not the first instance I've ever seen of a black person carrying a cooking show all by themselves. And, you know, an instance where I saw myself reflected in the show. So turning up the heat is definitely a favorite. Um, The Chef Show, which is brand new on Netflix with uh, John Favreau, is really, really good. Not just, I'm a really big fan of his and everything he does, whether it's, like, you know, he just directed the new Lion King movie with uh, Beyonce and Donald Glover, or, you know, if it's his directing of, like, the Marvel Comics movies or whatever, like, I'm a really big fan of John Favreau, so um, those would probably be my top three right now.
3: Have y'all noticed that the Food Network has gone vanilla again, and so has HGTV? it's funny
1: what we, we just had a conversation about that
3: going on everybody's white
1: yeah everybody
3: noticed that.
1: everybody is white we just we just talked about that and it's funny because somebody threw out a stat when we were having a conversation and they said that food networks viewership is made up of mostly african-americans but if you look at the personalities that are on the network they're they only function in a supporting capacity so like if you talk about Sonny Anderson, who's been a long yeah. time mm-hmm. face on the network, she is one of five hosts of, I think, the show The Kitchen.
5: Yeah.
1: Um, you talk about another, you know, very talented Black chef, Marcus Samuelson. He's always functioning in, like, the guest judge capacity, whether I mean, like it's on Chopped do. or Beat Bobby Flay or something yeah. like that. Um, You know, like, I, there was another, there was another guy who, like, was his, his, his tenure on Food Networks was really short-lived and I can't remember his name. All I remember is they oh, had Aaron, him rapping.
3: Aaron. Oh, Aaron McCargo? The guy who used Possibly. to
1: have a
5: show?
3: No? Was
1: that the Aaron one? Because it was like man. last year or 2017. Yeah, he was bald-headed but he used to like rap at the end of every episode which I thought oh, was that, really that weird. That no. Yeah,
5: horrifying. It yeah,
1: was, it was really strange. <laughs> it was really, really strange. He couldn't rap at all. Like, I could see if he was like a rapper cook, mm. but like I think it was just like Food Networks attempt to maybe like Oh God. Negro the show up or whatever. Uh,
5: whatever. Hip, hop, mm. Hip, mm. Up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it
1: was it was so bad. But like his show only lasted it was like it was like a year. Like he came and went and I haven't seen him since. And then the only one who hosts a show by themselves and he's Afro Latino is uh is Roger Mukay. And that's it with Manfire, what is it, Manfire? Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it's 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 interesting and it's you know, that's one of the reasons why Leslie and I wanted to create Butter and Brown, because we're such huge fans of Food Network and all the personalities they have on the network. And we just weren't seeing ourselves like, you know, Food Network and Cooking Channel are responsible, are partly responsible for teaching me how to cook. Um, you know, I've been watching since I was a teenager and I learned through the chefs on that network and through cookbooks and through trial and error on my in my own kitchen. But, you know, like you guys said, as the years have gone on and you would think we're supposed to make progress, like the network has gone back to being almost completely white. Like, I love Bobby Flay, love him, love him, all his content. But why does Bobby Flay have 10 shows across yeah. two networks?
0: That's true. Yeah.
1: Um, you know. I think
0: it is. I mean, what do you, do you think it's a conscious attempt or? I See,
1: I can't, I don't. I don't necessarily know that I can speak to like the reasoning behind it. Like I think one of the things that one of the, the um, predictions that I've had over the last couple of years is the change in social climate. Cause Mm -hmm. if you, if you think about the timing of, you know, Barack's election and winning and his tenure in office, and then the transition from him to Trump, it's gotten wider, but also like the types of programming that they have has changed. Whereas like, Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm, you know, I'm a freelance entertainment professional, so I'm home most days and I work from home most days and I tune into Food Network and Cooking Channel and the two people that I've seen whose presence have, has grown on, grown on the network in the last three or four years are, I can't remember her name, but the Pioneer Woman. Oh,
4: yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: I hear yeah. her show. Yeah. And let's talk yeah. about that. Cause... Yeah, the Pioneer Woman. And then what's her name? Tricia?
0: Oh, Yearwood. The... Yearwood. Is the country music thing? Yeah. And one of those meals. Um, and this is just my personal view and not the views of the Swirl Suite. But <laughs> not to me appear appealing at all. And if I made like four of those dishes, I'd probably drop dead of a heart attack. I mean, they yeah. are so unhealthy. Yeah. On so many levels, it's like just opening up a can of spam and then mixing it with something and calling it a day. It's just yeah, making it
4: a casserole
1: and that's, yes! that's, I mean, like, I y'all know us, like I'm not afraid to voice my opinion at all. Like I feel the same way that you guys do, but like my biggest issue beyond like, cause you know, like all of our dishes are not the healthiest. There are episodes that's all about, you know, rich, creamy, fatty you know, so on and so forth or whatever. So, But we try to have balance. But my biggest issue with those two shows and their presence growing on a network, and this might even speak to what I said about what I felt made us authentic and us popular because you have to think about the ways that in which most Americans cook. But their shows are a lot like, do you guys remember um, Sandra Lee yes. and Semi Homemade? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They remind me, the, the dishes that they make are a lot like Sandra Lee's in that, they're not necessarily, or even like half homemade. It's like a hodgepodge of like yeah. pre-made shit that you just kind of put together. Like you gotta roll a cookie dough and a box of brownie mix or whatever, and you put them together and make you know brownie cookie bar. It's there's nothing nuanced about that to me, and it doesn't teach audiences anything about you know upping their chef game or like their skill set or anything. It's just. It's just taking a bunch of processed food and putting it together to make even more processed and fatty dishes. And yes. to me, to me, it's just you you can leave that to all the over the head, like cooking videos that are on the Internet now, like Tasties And, you know, we got another potato wrapped in cheese, wrapped in bacon, wrapped in, you know, fried breading like dish or whatever, where mm-hmm. those are really popular, but they're all different versions of the same dish. Where it's like just cheesy, meaty, fatty, whatever, yes. stuffed all of inside each other or something else. You know what I mean? Okay.
3: So I have one more comment about this. I love Guy Fieri, but I'm ready for his show to go off the air and I want to see someone else walk around to these different cities and talk about
1: food. Guy Fieri? Yeah. So I will say I am a huge Guy fan. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to go anywhere, but nice. I feel you. I, I just—it's—it's.
0: Just,
5: it's, they sorry. have
0: a new guy on Cheap Eats. Have you seen him? Uh, he's, oh, he's oh. Indian or Pakistani. I'm trying to remember. He's kind of annoying.
3: <laughs> I don't I know, know. I'm just really picky. Uh, <laughs> perhaps that said, I, I don't. Can we get yeah. a woman? But see, I
1: think. See, here's what it is for me. I think, like, I just, I really enjoy Guy Fieri and his his content, his programming. I I think he was born to do what he's doing now so i really 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 enjoy his shows i really like um i really like uh triple d Mm i like uh guys grocery games and then his new show i can't remember it's called like the ranch or something like that
3: i don't know that one
1: it's it's basically like they're at a ranch somewhere like in northern california like wine country and they're always like three celebrity chefs it's kind of like chop but it's for celebrity chefs Oh, and they're okay. given like kind of like the same challenge. Like it's like a theme. Like make a blah 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 or whatever. And here's your core ingredients or whatever. Okay. And they do that. But I said all that to say, like I really, I really do enjoy Guy's personality in his mm-hmm. programming. But I understand because I feel the same way about, like I said a second ago, I feel the same way about Bobby Flay. Like I love Bobby Flay, but it's like enough, bro. Like <laughs> enough. Mm-hmm. You got fifty-two shows across both sister networks. Like it's it's enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think more so with Guy, it has with Guy as opposed to, or with Bobby as a, opposed to Guy. I think it's about Bobby's the power that he has as scripts, and then his ego as opposed yeah. to like Guy just the the demand for him and more content with him, you know, dictating like him getting more and more shows. But I, I love Guy. I agree. Yeah.
3: So, this part of our show, we ask a bunch of random questions. We call okay. it random and not so rapid. Okay. And actually, this is for everybody. So, everybody can answer these because I don't think I've asked y'all any of these. This summer, what oh. is your favorite clothing item? Mm, my
2: birthday suit. <laughs> 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 <What>? oh. <laughs> uh-huh
1: wow yeah i would say this i would say the same thing that and a fan okay, i don't have i don't have central ac so my birthday suit and a fan well, is definitely you, live, my where,
3: you don't live in atlanta do you
1: no i live in la i
3: was about I was to like, say
1: oh no oh, oh, no nah, okay. nah, i think it i think it's like illegal to build a new development in atlanta without central air right
4: but, but it should a, but you have a window unit you do you have any? So
1: we have one of those. We bought because we moved <laughs> back to LA two years ago from the Bay Area and we bought one of those huge like uh portable air conditioning units. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not necessarily a window unit, but it's like it's like a huge box. It almost it's like half the size of a stove.
2: Right. Yeah, I have, so one of those have on the books. floor. And you can bring it from room to room. Yeah,
1: yeah so, that so room
2: is really cool.
1: So yeah. So that room is really cool and it's really effective. But like I don't know if you guys can see like our place, we have like those old school, like swing windows. Oh, you mm-hmm. too. So oh, it's man. hard to like buy one of the window units where you can just put it in the window and close the window. Yeah, um, sure. I think we're going to, cause we were talking about that cause it got really hot. Like the latter part of the summer last year where there were like four or five days where it was so hot we couldn't sleep. Wow. Oh, um, nice. So we were talking about getting, um, cause we have a couple of friends who are carpenters, but getting them in here and seeing if they can build like a custom swing window we can take one out and put one in the living room in the bedroom because mm. it's it gets it gets seriously hot in our place can imagine um but yeah but i would say short answer for me is anything that fits <laughs> 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 anything anything that fits because y'all know i love i love fashion i love clothes but like this dad this dad vibe
3: that is such a dad answer
1: this dad bod and this this weight gain that I've had since my son was born and you know just running around and not being able to necessarily eat as healthy as we want we we for the most part eat home cooked food but you know we've been traveling a lot for the last 2 months there's been a lot of weddings a lot of work and we're going to the bay area for my wife's job in a couple of days and then to visit you know some of our friends who still live there so it's hard like with that balance but Really, it's about Maybe, anything that fits, even, even,
3: even in California, I thought y'all were the town of like vegans and like smoothies and shit. So <laughs> that's one of
1: that's one of my, that's one of my favorite questions. So with California and living in LA, that shit is transplants. That's not us. That's not real LA. Wow. That's people, that's people that's who live here. they Have a specific style in mind, and you know they wanna they wanna practice yoga and give up all animal based. Right? That's not LA. That's not LA. I grew up on, you know, Broly Hut and Golden Bird Chicken and you know, uh, you know, barbecue and fish fries and all that other stuff. That's mm-hmm. I live in that na- that type of neighborhood, so mm-hmm. I can find you five vegan restaurants in like a one mile radius. <laughs> but that's not how a true Angelino's like eat.
5: Mm, Got it. You know what I
1: mean? I believe in balance, so I will eat vegan every now and then, and I try to eat as clean as possible. But that's not—that's not real LA people. That's people who move here from other places.
3: Got it. Yeah. Okay. Got it. What about y'all? you having a summer item that's your favorite right now?
0: Anything linen, anything mm-hmm. that is breathable. Yeah. Got it.
1: Got to catch that breeze.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
3: Tanisha, what about you? Yeah, she said Lennon. Tanisha, what about you in Paris?
4: Yeah, Lennon get too wrinkled for me. You know, I am an iron maniac. Like, so Lennon just does not work for me on that front. Um, but for me, like a maxi dress, just mm. a little breeze up underneath it, breeze on the shoulders. <laughs> yeah, a maxi dress. And you know, so if, if I wasn't a married, married man, I would have some commentary
1: on maxi dressing. But... <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. good,
1: good choice Good choice
2: <laughs> um, Summer, summer so I, Well because I w- Work in a building that's always freezing I, I have to wear What's going to be appropriate for work So, mm. But after work a t-shirt and some shorts I'm good yeah. Now when I get to travel I'm on an island Bathing suit In the best cover up that matched the bathing suit yeah.
4: so. Do not do shorts I'm like, I have just never been, like, a short
5: person.
4: Yeah. Sure. I've been an adult. I am not a short
2: person. Love shorts.
3: Love them. Same. what about you? Um, I'm doing, like, loose pants all summer. Like, loose, like, flowy. Like, like in, like, like flowy skirts. Ugh, you know, I, I like it loose. Especially, yeah, because we're heading to New Orleans. Oh, my God. That's sticky, hot humidity. Just like it is here today but who i just TV need at all. oh yeah favorite movie with a black cast and note i didn't say black movie because all movies that have black casts aren't black movies
0: love jones i love love jones love it love
2: jones <laughs> i watched it times over the last week i love it love love jones <laughs> i love that movie because the it's about friendship. It's about mm-hmm. it's about African americans supporting each other. It's about um, music and jiving. It's a love story. It's just it shows um, folks being uh, you know like the the rivalry between the, um, Lorenz Tate and Bill Bellamy and how that doesn't work. I, everything about the movie. Okay, that was yours. I'm not going. Yeah. to <laughs> 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 and the soundtrack is epic. Oh, the soundtrack
0: is off the hook. Like mm. you can listen. That's one of the few Timeless. where you don't skip a song, you just, just listen all the way through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You might even back up a couple of songs and like, oh, I didn't mm-hmm. catch that the last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's yeah. truly unfoldable. Yes.
0: Agreed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agree.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, mine would probably be uh the wood.
5: The wood. Really? Um, the
1: wood? Yeah. I think Cause for me like that was solidified because y'all said favorite movie with an all black cast because it's, okay. it's a tie between my favorite other my other favorite movie is alien because mm-hmm. i'm i'm a nerd I'm a sci-fi nerd but <laughs> um the wood is definitely my other favorite movie but it's my favorite movie with the black cast and it's just really nostalgic for me like i remember the movie came out when i was a uh, sophomore or junior in high school so it was like really about like my coming of age and like thinking about my friendships with my boys and like, Mm -hmm. you know, memories that we share, like not to be graphic or whatever, but like even being able to relate, like, you know, all of us competing to lose our virginity. Um, you know, what it was like to be Mm -hmm. like clean cut, like straight laced, like Mm -hmm. African American boys growing up in LA where gang culture was really prevalent, where, you know, it was dangerous even to go to a party. Um, you know, but like, it's just, it's always been one of my favorite movies. I remember when I was homesick, like my first year at Morehouse, I hated Atlanta. I hated, you know, Morehouse. I hated everything about that experience. So I used to like, on weekends, I would just watch the wood on a continuous loop over and over and over again. And even now, like as an adult, like just, you know, revisiting my love for that movie and my thoughts around it and my admiration for it from, you know, adolescence to being a young man to being a grown man myself and Having you know, most for the most part, the same friends that I've had from since high school and college mm-hmm. itself. You know, all of us, because um, I have two main groups of homeboys. So my homeboys from high school and my homeboys from uh, from college. Like half of us are now married. Half of us, um, you know, are now fathers in both groups. So mm-hmm. it just it's an amazing film. It's an amazing film, and it just it feels good. It just gets you. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah.
1: That one has it has a decent soundtrack too. It's not as good as Love Jones, yeah. But that one has a decent soundtrack too. Yeah, yeah. It's also some of Tay Diggs is best acting.
3: I give you that. He plays a really good drunk guy. Yeah. That's he my does. favorite That's part. He
1: does, and he got the he got the <laughs> L.A. he got the L.A. Negro like like accent down pat.
3: Ah,
2: okay. Yeah. No wow. yeah. So I have two errors now the up the trilogy uptown saturday night let's do it again piece of the yes. action
5: Ooh. yes. Ooh. Wait,
2: what did yes. you say i yes. missed it what did you say well it's a trilogy a lot of people don't even remember it as a trilogy trilogy but it was uptown saturday night let's mm. do it again and piece of the action with City portier and bill cosby were the leads yes. But and they had one occasional white boy that was a gangster every now and then, but they weren't the focus anyway. That was like, let's do it again. But those are the best. I just love every last one. Those season.
1: are great choices. Jesus, Yes, yeah,
2: mm-hmm. those are the best. So, now what would I say? Like, uh, the recent again, me, yeah, love Jones. Um, then you know, love of basketball was great as well.
3: Okay, that's a good one.
2: Love of basketball is great as well. So, those are my. But that 60-year, 70s-year... Mm. I'm going to cast. <laughs> Sli- silky Slim Woods. Yeah. What? <laughs> what?
4: Oh, we'll just always name somebody we got to Google with. But I know she felt the same way about us. She like, exactly. Oh, I gotta
3: go I <laughs> Tanisha, your turn.
4: Uh, mine is older, um, but school days
0: oh uh, oh you know, yeah well, that
4: is what made me really really be like solidified like oh i'm going to like oh, like, this yeah. is like this is this is happening this is where i'm going this is what's going down so i feel that yeah, yeah.
1: It. Um, yeah. that was a different world for me
4: oh yeah it's a different world yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah i grew up on a different world but then it was it was syndicated on tnt when i was in high school mm-hmm. so there was like a two-hour block from like I think it was like 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. that it would come on. So I would like watch a different world while I was getting ready for school. And like by the time I hit like my senior year, um, it, was, it was solidified. Like I was like, I'm going to Morehouse or Howard. And, you know, I chose, I made the right decision, you know.
2: Oh, sorry. Mm,
1: no disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. I'm,
4: I'm just like, anybody who went to a black college, I'm like, yes. Yes. made the right decision. Oh, I forgot brown sugar. Oh. Yes. Oh, come yeah. on! I didn't go yet. That was. Hold on. Awesome. Hold on, one
5: second. What's that choice, Sarita? Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll take it so
3: back. So, mine is since Glenda said mine already. Mine was brown sugar, but hands down, hands down, Harlem Nights.
2: Harlem Nights.
3: Yeah. Oh. Harlem Nights. Yeah. I can watch Harlem Nights over and over again.
0: Now you know the other. My second is. The Color Purple. Oh, I, know. I will stop what I'm doing to watch The Color Purple. Really? <laughs> all, all four hours of it.
4: Yes! Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Lifetime movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, man. Mm,
2: I love yeah. it. Yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. Well, we could add Black Panther to our list now. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah.
4: That's, <laughs> the, yeah, that's definitely going to go. Yeah, there. I didn't think we had to say that
2: out loud. We all... Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just for just, just for the record in case yeah. like, somebody listening to it and be like, mm. Also,
3: also the best man.
2: The best man. Also, oh, yeah. the best
0: man classic. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. 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 Also, so I mean, do you they're... like
0: one better than two or oh I like one much better than
3: two. Two yeah. was don't we
4: always like one better than
0: two? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Nah. The two didn't seem like a classic to me. Mm. The one. The one definitely. If that's another coming of age, because I think yeah. I had either just graduated from college, so it was that age where all my friends were getting married then, and mm-hmm. and you always had that one person. You always had a Shelby in the group where you were like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, sometimes Shelby is a man. This is true. Sometimes he's yeah. he sheltered. sheltered. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. Shelby or Shelton? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: We got it. We got a Shelby and a Shelton in our college group. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But we love them. We love them. <laughs> yeah.
2: This Christmas was good too. It was. That's cute. Especially That's
1: because cute. the youngins went to Morehouse and Spelman.
3: Oh uh, yes, of course you would know <laughs> that. Yes, they did.
1: It was one of the selling points for me. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yes, they did. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, next question. Name a food that makes you ignore calories
5: all of it um <laughs> I was
4: gonna say, any, anything fried anything fried I or a squeaky, a oreo chicken fish fry it butter corn whatever anything fried there,
5: there. i feel
1: that i am a I'm a huge fan of any loaded potato type of situation mm-hmm. so if you know, like whether it's like poutine or chili cheese fries or corn and cider fries or like a hash with like a fried egg and some cheese, like any type of like French fries, home fries, uh, <laughs> uh, roasted <laughs> potatoes, smack like any, anything with potatoes, cheese, meat, and eggs. Like that's my jam. Mm-hmm. That's my jam. I don't care. I don't care how many calories it has. Yeah,
5: yeah.
3: Mm. For me, if I smell a waffle, (laughs) oh, hold on, because let me break it down. I'm not just talking about like a regular waffle. Of course, like Belgian waffles. Yeah, that's cute. But if I smell like a waffle cone, you walk into an ice cream shop and smell the waffle. Oh my God, it's over. So anything
0: waffle. Yeah. So Rita, there's a place that opened up near me and Bowie. It's called Ruby's. Did I tell you about this? Uh Uh-uh. So Ruby's is um, a little Black-owned carryout place. They have a couple of seats inside or what have you. And they serve breakfast all day long. But they also serve other soul food. But one of their breakfast items is a sweet potato waffle. Mm. Wow. And she makes it with a caramel sauce and honey butter.
1: I mm. might to find that on the show next season. That sounds amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, wow. it is all that. Yeah.
1: A sweet potato wow. waffle.
2: Wow. Ooh, anything with caramel, too. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I love awesome. caramel. Mm. Mm. I might take that. Might have to come out to blackmail. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Glynis and Leslie, did y'all answer?
2: Um, nope. I think mine is lasagna mm. and cheesecake.
5: Mm.
2: Oof. Yeah. I don't care how many calories. I can eat two, three pieces of cheesecake. And I'm talking about good New York-style cheesecake. Oh,
4: sure. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm all about it.
2: Love it.
4: Fried cheesecake.
1: And <laughs> where, where do you stand on... Um, what's, the, what's the infamous New York cheesecake spot? You Junior?
2: some, uh, juniors?
1: Where do y'all stand on Juniors?
2: Juniors is... Well... Okay, so Juniors in next to the Marriott Marquis. that see i know where you're going with this because now that juniors has gotten um commercialized yeah. so to speak yeah. it seems like the quality has gone down i'm talking juniors when they first started they used to make some phenomenal cheesecake but with anything when you over produce and you're trying to keep up with demand of half the country I think it's losing some of its um, quality. So
5: I but agree
2: 100%. Juniors used to be, I haven't been in, I grew up in New York, New Jersey area, and Juniors used to be off the chain. And, but now, you know, but if you go into like a diner in the New Jersey, New York area that's not a chain, you can get some of the best cheesecake. As a matter of fact, I had a pizza on Saturday, ate it at about two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have this for breakfast tomorrow. Oh, it didn't make it I didn't <laughs> in the morning.
1: It'd it be like that sometimes.
2: No, uh-huh. seriously. It'd yeah. be yeah. like that. Exactly. Like, I'm not. It's calling my name. Okay. I hear you.
1: Who am I not to answer?
2: Exactly.
1: Right. Who, am I? <laughs> exactly. Who am I? Who do I
2: think <laughs> I am? Who am I to get ready to lay down on this cheesecake and not burn off some other calories? Okay.
3: <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Leslie what's your answer did you say
0: no I didn't I so I um a potato um is my kryptonite anyway anyway you make the potato is is my kryptonite yeah mm-hmm. so Glennis, I want to tell you about this cheesecake you need to try okay and you will appreciate it because it's called the furlough cheesecake All oh the, the
2: furlough cheesecake yeah sisters. yes who started making cheesecakes on the furlough and started selling them and had blown up. Yes. Thank you, Orange Man.
1: Where is this at? Yeah.
3: It's here. It's here in uh, D.C.
0: DC. They, ah. mm-hmm. they ship nationally. Yep. yep. They just got... Um, a right. of Walmart. Walmart, Walmart yeah. Right? They're in Walmart now. Mm-hmm. I heard them speak the other day, and their story is phenomenal. And this just happened in January.
2: And they are going
0: to be in Walmart in August.
2: That's crazy. they blown blown up. Just just it was just divine intervention. It was, it really was. It was that push. Yeah. Gotta make some money. Let's start making these cakes. I don't know how they can afford the ingredients because cheesecakes are expensive as hell to make. Yeah. But
1: they are not cheap, yes.
2: <laughs> but they did it on their furlough dollars, their uh-huh. furlough savings. <laughs> so yeah,
0: oh, And weather. it's good. I don't know if you had it, but No, I haven't had it. Haven't it. Had
2: it. Right. You had it? It is good. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Is that something at your house right
0: now? Uh, no. <laughs> it, 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 didn't, it didn't make it that far. It didn't make it out the parking lot. See? <laughs> oh, I <honestly. laughs> <laughs> All right,
3: next question. The most memorable music video for you?
1: So, I know so
4: mine. Like, I, yeah, go ahead. It looked like I you know mine.
1: It. It's still, still to this day. Um, it's funny too. I I wish, I wish I could send you guys photos during the conversation, but, uh, Puff Daddy and the family's more money, more problems. That that video, that video changed my, I wanted to be signed to Bad Boy Records so bad. And I had, I can't remember the, I can't remember the brand, but my mom, God bless her. My mom went out and found whatever the brand name was, cause it was weird. Cause it was the same name as the local arcade in my neighborhood, but cyber station, that's what it was. They were, they were wearing cyber station sweatsuits in the video. So my mom found me two cyber station sweatsuits. I grew out a curl like Diddy. Oh I had the sunglasses, but like that video, like I know it must've cost like a million dollars between like the tiger woods parody the the, uh, the clips, like the clips that they weaved in from Biggie because he had passed at the time. Like the glitz, the glamour, the song itself, the Diana Ross sample. Like that video changed. My, I, I wanted it to be from Bad Boy so bad. You would have never, never guessed I was a West Coast kid. Ever, ever, ever. Ever. I still like to this day, if that video came on right now, I'd be like, hold on, yeah. Like <laughs> that video changed my life.
2: Turn up,
4: turn up. That's awesome. Guys, any music? Mine is old. Mine is old. I'm sorry, but uh, my favorite or like classic video is Michael Jackson Thriller. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. 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 That was it for me. Still to this day, no, most of the dance, not the whole dance anymore.
2: (laughs) No. Well, that's what I was gonna say. So I don't know any other videos. So.
4: Yeah, she <laughs> girl, just name another Michael Jackson video. Nobody gonna get mad for <laughs> that. Uh, oh, Billy Jean. We loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, one where the sidewalk lit up? That one was hot too.
5: Oh yeah, Billy well, Jean. Yeah.
4: Back when videos to be like seventy minutes long. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I like
0: um, um Janet Jackson Control. Oh, that's a nice one. When she like, you hadn't seen her. and She was Penny, and the next thing you know, she should become.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I was like,
0: she in control. And she had like dancers
4: man. and everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Rhythm Nation was hot too. Oh,
2: yeah. absolutely. It wasn't exactly. the
4: live one.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, I think mine was Missy. Get your freak on.
5: Ooh,
3: oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. yeah. Favorite, favorite. Yeah. I can't wait to see her in New Orleans. I'm going to see her for the first time live.
2: Nice. Nice.
1: Yeah, I saw... Where did I see Missy? It was at Essence or something like that. It was in the last couple of years, but she's one of her... Her and Mary J. Blige are two of the best live performers I've seen in my lifetime. And you know they're insanely talented and like, we make fun of, we make fun of slash like, you know, like in a loving way, like Mary's, you know, like dance moves or whatever. But she cannot but, dance. Yeah. She but dance. have you seen Mary live? Have you seen yeah, Mary live? I've
3: seen Mary
1: yes. live a few times. She, awesome. We got up in the, I, like seeing her do her moves like in person in the way that she like moves the crowd and like switches up to song. She moves the
2: crowd,
1: but she ain't on beat. Oh, she ain't on <laughs> <off>
2: beat. That <laughs> can't yeah. do
1: that. Mary is one of the best live performers I've ever seen.
2: Oh, she is good. I saw her live at Howard doing one of our homecomings. Um, yeah. That's when her first album had dropped back early '90s, and then I saw her here at the um, Verizon Center, and I was just like, "Okay, sing, but stand still." Oh <laughs>
1: See, we we got totally different opinions on it. I think Mary can dance. She,
2: she do this.
4: Generation. No, by, no, by.
0: Well, she, she yeah, gave a concert last night she sure did she yes. gave a concert it was good you no
1: know, me and my wife watched the first i think it was like 20 30 minutes of it and it was really good but we were like tired and yeah. she had just gotten back in town and i had my little boy all weekend by myself so it was like let's get some sleep yeah,
4: so we might we have it. that channel. We, <laughs> have it,
1: we have it recorded on uh direct tv now so we might finish it tonight
4: yeah, it was one of the better yeah, award it shipped shows.
1: To Mary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Regina, Regina Hall did an inc- like an incredible job. I mean,
0: I heard that, you that
3: talk about repping DC that. all day. Wow. And the,
1: and the way she rep DC and like just seeing like that culture like come to life on that show the way it did, it was it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It was incredible. She's she's someone I've had the pleasure of meeting a couple times. Yeah. and she's like so genuinely sweet, but also like really fun. Like she, re- she like,
0: seems like it really, yeah, it does. really,
1: really funny like in like a you know like we give certain people in our community the credit of being like comedic actors and different things like that like you know Tiffany Haddish and the like yeah. and amongst that ensemble and that movie like you always think of Tiffany being like the comedic breakout but Regina is hilarious like even just like her ability to like you know like just think quick on her feet like create mm-hmm. jokes like out of nowhere she's She's so sweet and so funny. Yeah.
5: Wow. Yeah. That's
1: Dude. awesome. Yeah, I think I'm going to... Y'all, y'all reminded me. I think I'm going to finish it tonight.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. Name something you can no longer drink.
0: Mad yeah, Dog hey. 20. that. <laughs> <dog. laughs> <Say not. laughs> this go. Zima. Oh, this go. wow. Ooh, you went with the Zima Mystic.
4: Mm. Mystic. That's just that's just because it doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Were you needy? (laughs) Were you?
5: (laughs) Mm.
2: I could never drink that. (laughs) Well, sorry, bougie. (laughs) Back in the day, on the block, were you needing Like, we'll take a bottle of that. This was like, we
1: really wasn't supposed to be drinking to start with, but. um. Yeah, Yeah, Um, it's definitely champagne and like tequila for me. I have like a one, a one glass minimum with both of those. like champagne will like really and truly like mess me up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you
3: specify what you're actually drinking? Yeah. Like what's, what
1: brand? Actual actual champagne or sparkling wine yeah whether it was made in the mountains of uh of <laughs> France or if it was manufactured in somebody's backyard or if it's two dollars on the shelf at Trader Joe's like all champagne messes me up wow. I don't know if it's too much sugar mm-hmm. or what it is but I can have like one glass of champagne and then I can have like tequila like in a margarita or something like that but like one of them otherwise like the two of those mess me up. Wow. We're on the wow. opposite side. I can drink almost an entire bottle of whiskey to myself and be fine. Huh. Wow. Mess
4: you up like, like drunk or mess you up like sick? Stomach.
1: Mess me up like sick like hungover. Okay. Yeah.
4: Wow.
1: wow. Yeah like during the time like it tastes fine going down like I don't think the, the champagne's alcohol content per, per sip or per whatever milliliter or whatever it is it's not worth it. It's too much liquid for how much you have to drink to get tipsy and drunk. But, like, hmm. yeah, I don't.
2: Okay. All right. So, we'll just take your glass if we're all ever in the uh-huh. same place. Yes. Yeah. We ahead. Champagne. Champagne. So cool. We'll take give you some bourbon. And we'll,
1: I will pass them along. Okay.
3: We'll finish them off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For me, it's Tangeray. I can't drink it anymore.
1: No, gin? No, I can or drink gin. Tangere. I love
3: gin. Tangeray. can't. Tangeray, I can't. Can I do that yeah. at all? Yeah. Yeah. Bad experience. It's college dates. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. <And> with Querbo. <laughs> you can't drink Quero? Absolutely not. Wow.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that'd be that's probably one of the worst offenders, yeah.
4: Mm. I went mm. back to Jen. I used to be like that with Jen. Now Jen is one of my if not my favorite spirit. Mm. three.
1: Mm.
5: Yeah.
1: yeah. I love gin, but gin will get me drunk real fast. <laughs> real <laughs> fast. I don't know. It tastes so good, and I never get hungover from it or whatever. But, like, I could have – I think they. I think we did two gin cocktails this season, and we really drink on set. Like, me especially, like, Leslie will tell you, like, I drink,
2: mm-hmm. like,
1: for real while we're on set. And always, like, whenever we do gin cocktails, like, I either switch mine with vodka off camera – <laughs> or, like, I don't really drink it at all because we could lose an entire shoot day. Like, I, <laughs> get wow. real quick. Real, real quick. Yeah.
2: Oh, I love that. That is crazy. I love the honesty and transparency.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, sometimes when you guys see those clear bottles on set, because we use, we stop using the bottles with the labels because we want to be paid for it and we use right. using like clear decanters. Yeah, so, sometimes yeah. if you see us say gin, or you hear us say gin and you see a clear bottle, most of the time there's vodka in there.
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: Or that. water. Or water. Sometimes we substitute gin and vodka for water or switch them out for each other. And then with bourbon, we'll switch it out with apple juice sometimes.
2: Right. Mm. Yeah. Just to if get we, the episode.
1: Yeah, if we're shooting longer and we're sipping more and we need to get those shots of us sipping, we'll just switch it out with apple juice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
3: TV secret.
1: Tricks of the trade.
3: Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. All right, last question. What is your favorite show theme song?
2: Jeffersons, we're moving on Oh uh,
3: Yeah,
4: that's a good one. <laughs> to the east side. i <laughs> forgot. Oh uh,
5: Somebody
3: has to answer so she can stop singing. Oh my
1: <laughs> I god. Uh, I forgot what's the artist's name who did all the like the TGIF things? Like I think it was Bob Seeger or something like that. But like it's yeah. either Family Matters or Full House is like my favorite. Because it's the okay. same guy who composed all of them.
4: Yeah. Okay.
1: So one of those. Like it's a rare condition. This day. <laughs>
4: That
1: white boy has some soul. <laughs> and just thinking about like everybody doing their little pose, like <laughs> that was like that was like the height of television for me. Like Steve Urkel and oh, the yeah. awesome twins and like all yeah. of them. That's like my era of television. So between those two, Family Matters and uh, Full House, those are my favorite TV show theme song. These
4: are showing our generations because mine, that mine was Family Ties with Denise Williams That's and man, I don't remember oh. the other person. I love yeah. that uh, theme song. So.
1: Family Ties was a good one, yeah. Yeah, that was a
4: good
3: one. Um, mine was Living Single.
1: Single,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
5: yeah. Thanks, y- <laughs> you check so it out. <laughs> <to me> <laughs>
2: Thank oh you y'all, you want
1: another very unpopular opinion that might get my black card taken.
2: Oh boy! Uh, I know what you're gonna say. I'm sitting down.
1: Okay. What? Everybody needs to sit. Martin and Living Single are two of the most overrated black sitcoms. <gasps> no, nope. no, nope.
2: no. Nope.
1: Nope. Well,
4: thanks for that that's coming the one that almost awesome. always gets me, me in fights. Oh, yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, like,
1: thank, Martin. Thank for being be with me. us.
4: So, Living
3: Single. I it. think the other. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No.
2: I just... No.
4: What? Oh, y'all entertaining us? I thought we <laughs> were out for sure. I thought we were... Like, what, we, um.
1: So this wow. is... This, I'm I know like, this next wildly, Like,
4: what are we doing?
1: I know it's wildly unpopular, but like, this is also an informed opinion because I was one of those fat-ass kids that always sat in front of the TV and watched everything.
5: Mm-hmm. So, like,
1: I've seen every episode of Martin and Living Single and Fresh Prince and Family Matters family ties and uh the jeffersons and every other black sitcom ever and like i just i i know why people revere them but like i just the two of those like you have like you can't force me to watch either one of those today wow yeah
2: it's a preference
3: yeah
1: yeah
2: definitely a preference
3: wait so what would you rather watch instead of those two
1: Fresh Prince, Family, and any of the other ones that we named. I love, like, just about every black sitcom that's ever come out, but those two, it's like, funny, I don't know if it's...
3: It's funny that you said Fresh Prince, because Will Smith acts just like Martin on the Fresh Prince. It's like a... What? I don't know, if it was, I don't
1: know I don't know what it is about those two. Like, I just... And it was one of those things, like, I knew I didn't like them growing up. I just watched them because they were on and, like, we didn't have, like, VR and Netflix and all that other stuff. Right. So, it was like... Well, it's on and there's only four other channels and there's there's only news on those channels or whatever, so I guess I'll watch Martin, but I just, it never, like I love Martin Lawrence, I love Tisha Campbell, I love, uh, what's his name, Carl Payne, like I love like the entire cast and characters of both shows and I appreciate their contributions to like black media and media (laughs) in general, but just like, and I love everything else that all of them have ever done, but just those two shows, I'm just like.
3: Oh my god. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very
5: interesting.
0: Sanford
2: and son like
3: had them. a good
0: theme song. Oh, oh they one. did. They did have a good yeah. theme. Song. Mm-hmm. You- I'm not sure if did, in Living, um, in Living Color, did they have okay. a theme song? They mm-hmm.
4: did. Yeah.
1: You can do what you wanna do in Living in color.
4: color. And they kind of remixed
1: that like twice. I yeah. Think, yeah. think it was.
4: They you did. can also yeah. find yeah.
1: Living Color on aspire TV.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like the little plug. Plug,
1: plug. plug.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. if there is nothing else to ask Seth, a.k.a. Chris. A.k.a. Um, a.k.a.
4: Like AKA all the other Martin. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> yeah, I bet y'all got some other names for me now. <laughs> hey,
4: no. A.k.a. He don't like Martin. Right. A.k.a. What's wrong with you? Who
1: is this mom? <laughs>
4: <laughs> there all your angry
0: letters to him. Uh huh.
5: <laughs> no,
1: right, don't ask me. Right, at him.
4: What's your hat? Because uh, we're going to put it out. Yes. Uh, where can everybody uh, find you on social uh, media? At
1: Anti Martin. Oh. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, I can That's be found um, everywhere, everywhere, every social media platform um at Seth Brundle, S E T H B R U N D L E, and also Butter and Brown. B-U-T-T-E-R A-N-D B-R-O-N B-R-W-O-N I'm sorry or B-R-O-W-N Jesus <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little dyslexic like Thea
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oh my god and so do you have a premiere date for Butter and Brand or can you tell us that yet? Yes
1: yeah, so I think the date is locked in so I'm comfortable saying it we season 3 uh, debuts on Aspire TV October 1st, 2019, at 8 p.m., 5 p.m. Pacific.
2: Got it. Just followed you.
3: Awesome. This has been so fun. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you guys so, so much for taking out the time. And I apologize for my CP time. Oh, it's all good. Yeah. I thought I scheduled it and I was like, oh, I'll be done by then. And we ran a little over, but yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, the next time you and your wife are in DC or in Paris, just let us know. That's where we All
4: around.
1: Who lives in Paris?
3: Tanisha, lives in I Paris. I do.
1: We'll look you. Cause we might be going to Paris. We're tentatively planning a trip next year. Do right. it. So I'll let you guys. I'll let you guys know for sure. And Leslie and I might be coming back to DC sometimes this year for another Xfinity. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So we'll keep you guys posted okay. for sure.
2: Awesome. That was nice. Yay.
1: Yeah, oh, and I, think, love- I think I think we home- might be at Howard's homecoming this year too, because we did Morehouse homecoming uh, this past year. So I think we're doing Howard's this year. Of
2: course, yeah. the Mecca, yeah. the greatest of all time.
1: I have not, I have not been to Howard's homecoming, so I'm very excited. Uh,
2: wait,
3: what? Oh, oh your black? Card well, is that's where your red. black heart is getting I, red. I, right.
1: I oh. went to you NHBCU, to and leave. I oh, have been to Morehouse's right, like, right, right. homecoming. I only went
4: They're to red. Howard's homecoming
2: because I live in. Oh.
4: It's right. not a great homecoming on Earth.
2: We're talking about one of the biggest rivalries between Howard and Morehouse when it comes to um, football games.
1: Homecoming is better. Oh. Yeah, ours is better.
2: Okay. I don't think uh, so.
1: <laughs> ours is better.
4: We'll all fight for that. <laughs> I <just laughs> literally called the greatest homecoming on Earth. So, I mean, we all can fight. Yeah, we all can find it
1: out, so. that's fine with me. Hold on one minute. <laughs> well,
4: that's
3: it. Uh, no, Seth, that, that is... <laughs> well, that's our show, guys. Thank you so much, Seth. Thank you, Chris. She
4: is.
1: Thank you guys Bye-bye. so much. All so much. A, a lot of fun. Bye bye. Thanks for not beating bye. me up. All right, y'all.
4: <laughs> bye.
1: Bye.
3: Thanks for joining us, suite, everybody. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. And also, Essence is about a week away, and we'll be in the building. We're going to be with the Hughes Society at the Black Wine Experience. We're going to be doing some um, live interviews. We're going to have a table at the Black Wine Experience, and we're going to do, like I said, some live footage um, in the main ballroom. So send us any questions that you may have. We hope to see you in New Orleans. Happy Wine Wednesday. Cheers.